Hello all, it's Superhouse Podcast. This is episode 52. Here we go. episode 52 and we're actually all in the same room again maddie Super close yes it's a little close um joe i'm gonna move this mic so yeah try to get a little closer yeah, well, hey, here we go hey, <laughs> so uh we just played and recorded a let's play for Superhouse for resident evil 7 with VR, and there is a video for that, if not as soon as this podcast drops, a little bit afterwards. We will keep you updated on that, but anyway, uh, what do you guys think of Resident Evil 7 so far with the VR mode? I, I'll i go ahead and say it, because I've yeah. been playing the game, and I'm, I think we're about halfway through, Maddie and I, we're about in the mm-hmm. same spot. Uh, I've been playing it all the way through from the beginning with VR. Um... I think it's awesome. It really uh, ups the scare factor. It, it make it you feel like you're in the game, like you're like in this world. It kind of gives this whole like 3D effect, and you can look all around, and you're kind of like a little closer than you would normally be if you were playing just on the TV. Um, and it it it's scary as shit. It's a sc- this game is pretty scary, and I think it's just maybe it's just also me, just like you know, there's all that anticipation and being like terrified of what's in the dark. You know, you don't know what's going to happen when you can't see. You're just like, you know. Uh, but so far, about halfway through, I think, and I'm really excited about it. It's a return to form for Resident Evil, or maybe even something different. You know, it's de- it definitely has a different feel to it. Just it's more vicious. It feels. Um, but I'm enjoying the hell out of it, Maddie. Um, yeah. Well, this is my first. What you'll see in the video is my first VR experience ever. Like I haven't done any like Best Buy or any any Oculus Rift or any kind of any of that. So uh, it was fun. I really enjoyed it. Uh, the price tag is a little too high for me right now. Um, I still need the the whole. I'm sitting on a couch. There's a coffee table in front of me, and then there's my TV. There's a whole <laughs> lot of room in between. <laughs> You know, the the creatures and zombies and whatever the fuck I'm fighting, you know, to get through. So I still need that in my life right now. But it was <laughs> a lot of fun. Um, there'll be some great reactions from, I think, everyone playing it. So uh, you all see that. But uh, Resident Evil 7 was great. I, I was kind of skeptical just because it was first person when it first came out. And I played Beginning Hour, like, I'd say probably like a week before the game actually dropped. Really enjoyed uh, that demo. And people said it was good, but I was kind of skeptical still. Played that made me really excited for the game, um, and I'm probably where jo- Joey and I are actually in the exact same spot. So like while I'm visiting and staying at his house in LA, no, not one of us can play in front of one another because we I don't want to ruin. So uh, he did play like the third videotape, which I've already beaten, and that was like it was. Uh, I got to see him play through that, um, but yeah, it's just it's really good. It's really creepy. Um, it's just well done. Uh, the sound effects are great. Just the sound quality is great. Um, it looks really good too. Um, I don't think I have a complaint. I mean, you I don't know, have I, one complaint. I, yeah, I, I mean, no. I can't really think of anything. Like, 
I don't even know if I want it to be scarier. <laughs> you know, like if it was any <laughs> scarier, I don't think I could play it. Um, it does everything right. Like everything you want from like a horror movie, it calls from a lot of like very Texas Chainsaw Massacre. You know, there's some J horror elements in it. It like kind of calls from everything that the franchise has kind of been doing or just like what's going on in horror right now or like what's good horror, you know. Um, and that's what I like about it. I really like the fact that you're kind of being stalked by your your main bosses through most of the game. So you have these like little mini fights before you get to this eventual big, you know, big fight. And you're like, oh, how good is it going to be? And sometimes they up it where you're like, no, 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 no. I don't want to go in there. <laughs> that's no good. Uh, yeah, it's just, uh, it's terrifying. Uh, if you're at all like curious and you have the money to spend $60, it's a lot to drop. I understand. I'm also in the same boat, but drop it. Resident Evil 7's <laughs> worth it. I'm already halfway through. I don't think it's going to get any worse from this point on. Uh, worse is in what? I mean, you know. You scariness, know, right? It could be scariness or just like the boss fights could be bad. It could just totally suck at the end. You know what's coming. Oh, Grandma, fuck Grandma. <laughs> Goddamn Grandma. <laughs> you guys will know what we're talking about when you play it. But, yeah, it's uh, – I'm like Joey, man. It's good. It's a lot of fun. It's uh, – man, I – yes, Capcom, thank you. I needed this game. <laughs> I, I needed it. I'm not getting Silent Hill, so I need this, you know. Yeah. So – that's it, man. Andrew? So you know how I said I had a turntable on my Amazon card <laughs> in the oh, previous no. episode? Oh, no. I don't know, man. It might be pushed back in the queue now because I can't just buy this game regular now. I have to play this on VR. I have to peek around like those fucking corners. Oh, man, that's the best part about VR. It's like getting those head turns. Oh, yeah. yeah. I see you. Like, like horror games... They're going to really shine with the VR, I think. Yeah. You know, it. I think there's just something about really feeling like you're in that house. Uh, yeah. And like you said, it has like that Texas Chainsaw thing with, with the family, right? Yeah. They have the whole family going on. Again, spoilers incoming. There's a lot of, you know, Resident Evil 7 spoilers. So just be ready for this in this podcast. But Most people know it's a family. Like they released that in the trailer. Yeah, and we haven't beat the game, so there's, you know. There's but I... I did want to talk about the arm getting cut off. Oh, okay. <laughs> it's like, when I was playing, I was like, whoa, they're really going there. Holy shit, I'm getting my arm cut off right now. It's bloody AF. <laughs> you get a fucking nub going on. And yeah. then I picked up my hand. Yeah. Like, <laughs> <laughs> that was hilarious. Can I, can I drop that in a little ice baggie, put a little ice in it, save it? Right. Can we reattach this? The only the only other thing I want to say really is like, yes, it's awesome. I got, I'm got. i going to have to spend another 500 bucks. But, uh, <laughs> but, um... I haven't played Resident Evil since four, probably. Yeah. I think I skipped five and six entirely. So, five you guys were saying that they were they were bad. You say this is a return to form. So, what does that mean exactly? Five and six basically were more action oriented, mm -hmm. and they weren't altogether awful games. It were just it was all action, and there was just a lot of like just kind of enemies that were a little ridiculous and just you know. Yeah, you just felt like it was another action game that was coming out with just the name stamped on the cover. Uh, and, you know, the characters that we've grown to know over the past 20, 30 years almost. Yeah. 96, I think it was when Resident Evil came out. Mm. Um, God. I feel old. Yeah. And so It was Game of the Month. 20 years. It was Game of the Month on EGM, the same month as Tomb Raider. And that was the only time EGM ever had two Games of the Month in the same month as far as i remember anyway dropping yeah. those facts yeah. so it's just it's they're definitely keeping the more intense scary 
like survival horror aspects of it. It's just there's you know you're not going to run around with a submachine gun being ejected with Chris Redfield. That was what made Silent Hill different on a really base level, right? Where in the first re- first few Resident Evils, you're a, a, essentially a SWAT team agent. But yeah. in Silent Hill, you're just a normal dude that can't even hold a gun, really. Well, that was the best thing about Silent Hill. is like you'd shoot like at the thing, and <laughs> you'd miss, and you'd be right. like, God damn it. Because he couldn't. That was the point. Like He didn't know how to shoot a gun, really. And gameplay and story-wise, it changes everything, right? The gameplay and, the, and how it's scary. So this one, it seems you're just a camera guy, right? So it's kind of a Silent Hill uh, influence or no? Well, in the, the demo, that video that you watch, you're a camera guy. Okay. But once you, you know, once the videotape is done, you're regular old uh, Ethan. Ethan. You're a member of Stars. Don't know. <laughs> well, yeah. No, okay. No, I don't even know what my guy looks like. I got my mouth cut all open, and I don't know what the hell I look like. Oh yeah, my yeah, face yeah, be yeah. All fucked up. I have no clue. You've never played it regularly. You've only played VR on this game. I've only played VR, but there's oh, no like mirror or anything yeah, to see what my face anything. looks like. Like okay. Oh. Like. Uh, I got blonde hair, brown hair. I have no clue. So, like, so without VR, it's, uh, it's first person. Yeah, it's a first uh, person oh, game. Yeah. Oh, okay, got it, got so, it, got uh, it. I'm not playing it with VR. I'm just playing it normal. Okay. Just first person. It's a first person game. Okay. Um, what Joey was saying about like, like five and six were very action oriented, and like five's good. It's not my favorite. Uh, I never played six just because I saw the trailer and I was like, Jesus Christ, guys! Like, what the fuck? Like, they got so far removed from what what made Resident Evil great. You know, trying to take it to what was happening. I feel like you had a lot of Gears of War coming out and, like, the Call of Duties, and they were trying to make a more fast-paced, like, horror game, which, I mean, I think you can do. I just don't think they went about it the right way. Um, In Resident Evil 7, uh, I feel like they went back to base horror roots. Like, it's almost like Andrew was saying, what he was saying about, um, you know, the jump scares get him. Like, they're throwing that in there. They're kind of going back to these old-style horror movies. They're also... It seems like they're paying attention to what's like actually going on in f- the film, or maybe even like if they've read some novels with the good scares in them. So I feel like they're taking a lot from like what people like of like the, uh, you know, like either either like the '80s, '70s, '80s, like kind of camp horror, but then you know throwing in some J horror because I mean it is a Japanese game, right? So yeah, there's going to be some of that influence. Yeah, but uh, you know they're just kind of taking for everything. It's setting the like the louisiana bayou yeah it's terrifying man i don't want to go there it's that's a fucking creepy old house that's now. also what kind of reminded me of true detective was yeah, that louisiana setting i mean i feel like they're pulling from a lot of things that people are really interested in right now uh and you know like true detective any kind of like the macabre right and they're throwing it into a game right and right right i feel like resident evil 7 will probably be like let's put a bunch of stuff in here we like like throw it on the wall see what sticks right what people are really into and then we'll move on from this series so this is like a new movement almost like you had four five and six i feel like is a trilogy in itself okay you know it's like the action uh-huh faster zombies right that kind of thing and like um you had resident <laughs> evil one two and the nemesis the third one is definitely the same kind of playability right you know they did introduce nemesis which did follow you around so i feel like it's a greatest hits seven is almost a greatest hits of things uh-huh. except they take out a lot of action elements it's what's interesting too and i only play the game for maybe an hour or less but yeah there were no real actual zombies yet it's just a crazy family right well i guess that girl kind of changes into a zombie type thing but she kind of goes in and out well that's what they're pulling from i think anyway from like five four five and six like they're Uh obviously infected with something right 
making them the way they are. Right. So, and that's the thing Joey and I are trying to get to, like, as being fans, like, how's this tie in? Like, what's the thing that's going to be the one? There's going to be a moment in the game where we go, you motherfuckers. You motherfuckers. You mean how it ties in with yeah, the stories with of the six? the story of the rest of them. And the others, I can't yeah. imagine they just call it Resident Evil 7, but right. they're not tied in. Right, right, point, right. you might as well call it Biohazard. Uh-huh. You know, even though that's the name of it in Japan. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, like, at least you could separate it a little bit in a new series, but... And, like, as far as... You'll know it's definitely Resident Evil with all the items that you pick up and things oh, like dude. that. Like, they're like, oh, yeah, this, this and that. And kind of, And even in sort of the... Uh, I don't I don't want to say time frame, but in sort of the order that you would pick them up, too, in, like, Resident Evil or Resident Evil 2... Um, Cause you go, you know, you're in this big house, but there's also like a couple other little houses on the compound and you're going, you're in the house and you get outside and you know, um, but we were talking about the other Resident Evils. I had, uh, was a big fan of one, two, three. Mm, and nice. when four came out, I was like, no, I'm done. <laughs> I, this doesn't have zombies in it. This is like, this, like, this is like this over the shoulder action game. Yeah. Like, these like pitchforks and stuff. I'm like, no, I don't want to play this. I'm not into it. So I think probably a year later, I, I finally gave it a shot and I was like, okay, I do like this. I don't hate it as much as I thought I would, <laughs> yeah. did. but, uh, and then I continued to play the rest of the games and, you know, just was like, not really, uh, scared or felt the way I felt during the first and second games. Yeah. Um, I just remember a story from Superhouse when we lived on Duffy Street. You were and playing two at the three? I was playing four. Because four? Came out, oh, I yeah. I bought a GameCube. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, played, um, and was playing four. And I just remember two girls came over. <laughs> and Joey was, like, hanging out with them. I don't know where you were, Andrew, but they were, like. I, I think it might have been in class or something. You might have been. I mean, it was at night. You might have been asleep or at some other lady's house. Who knows? <laughs> I can't remember. I was told this story and I have no idea what Maddie's talking about. Oh, but... I remember this. But so these girls would, like, run back and forth and come out, like, what are you doing? And I'm, like, I'm playing a video game. And I guess they tried to, like, get us to go out or, like, I don't know what was fucking happening. And I, come on, come out. And I was like, uh, it's Resident Evil 4. It just dropped. Like, no. <laughs> you this turned was some, my night. You turned down some, like, actual sex probably just for this game. I mean, that was not given. What I had in front of me was given. I was playing a great fucking game at the oh, time. Oh, right. It was what you were uh, promised so, already. Well, no. It was, like, one of those things where you, like, you set your mind to something, you're going to do it. And yeah. I was already playing it. Yeah, and yeah, then yeah. this happened. And I was like. You know, I'm here. I'm now. I'm like in my comfy pants. <laughs> I don't really feel like getting dressed. I might. Have, I probably <laughs> my comfy pants. I, I might have had to take a shower before I went out. Like you know, I gotta freshen up. Right, I mean, right, right. Or I can just be sweaty in my comfy pants and be gross. And Duffy House was sweaty as fuck. Yeah, it was. <laughs> we might as well call this podcast Duffy House, not Super House. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I mean, uh, as far as Resident Evil Seven goes, it's great. I love it. It's a return to form for me. Um, yeah, man, I just can't wait to finish it now. It's like being here. I'm glad to be in LA, hanging out with my friends and stuff. But it's like, but Resident Evil Seven is happening. Right, like, I need to play that and then right. finish it. Um, but yeah, it's great. Uh, I, uh, Capcom's got another hit on their hands. I can't wait. Like after I finish this one, it's gonna be like hard to wait for eight. Right. You know, like who who knows what they're gonna do now? Like they know what they have. They know how good it is. It's gotten from everything I've read. People really enjoy it. Yeah, there's a lot of fucking reaction videos of this because it is terrifying. Um, so 
it's going to be interesting to see what they do with an eight, but buy that game. It's worth it. <laughs> I think that's pretty much it on Resident Evil 7. Yeah. <laughs> uh, what we're we moving on to next? Oh, man. Oh, uh, oh For Honor. Honor. Take it away now. So this weekend, uh, maybe even starting Thursday, I think there was a beta for the game For Honor. Uh, it's basically sort of a massive, well, I would say massive multiplayer, kind of a 6v6 and maybe a 1v1, 2v2 um, game where you can either be like uh, three different samurai classes, three different viking classes, or three different knight classes. And so you basically, you know, you hop on a battlefield and you're fighting the other team and you're trying to get point A, point B, point C and keep point A, point B, point C for a certain amount of time to win the match. Uh, and for each character, you have to basically, like, fight on the battlefield and there's, you know, it's not just like a hack and slash. Like, in a way it can be, but it's very more methodical where you can, like, guard to the right, guard up top, guard to the left hit from the right, hit from the top, hit from the left. And so it's like trying to anticipate your opponent's moves while doing your moves while being on a battlefield. And it's pretty intense. And so I played a little bit of the, the demo today, or the, I should say the beta. Um, got some got some cool like uh, gear out of it. You can get loot. Like you can upgrade some weapons and some armor and like you know sort of change up your helmets and the way your armor looks and stuff for all your different classes um it's very fun i think a couple of us are going to get it and uh play it and you know try and uh conquer some battlefields yeah i watched joey play a little bit it looks really cool uh he played as a samurai most of the time i was watching him uh it looks great like visually uh like all the movements look really cool too it looks hard as fuck um <laughs> and the whole time i was watching it i could only think damn it ubisoft you should get the rights to onimusha and make a fucking onimusha game remake because that shit would be dope but it does look cool uh, i'm interested to see like what the final result is what the reviews are when they come out but it does look like a lot of fun especially with the different warrior, warrior classes and like joey i think his last little bit was playing as a Viking, which seemed like more a, like brutal and like, you yeah. know, whereas a samurai feels more disciplined and the moves are more <laughs> yeah. exact. Whereas a Viking's like, oh, I'll just fuck you up anyway. I can swing my axes. Yeah. And one thing with changing up your armor and and stats and sort of uh, upgrading your character, you can also change the sexes of your character. Because mm. I was kind of looking through and I was like, oh, they're each each of the three classes in each. Um, I guess, you know, oh, I'm trying to say, uh, Viking, Samurai, or Knight, uh, there were two men and one woman. And when I was, you know, I was like, oh, that's kind of, you know, but it's cool you can change it up. Like, I found out you could change it up. So I feel like, if, you know, if you're a girl playing and you want to play all females, right, you can do that. If you're a guy, you want to play all females, hey, you can do that too. Yeah. Uh, but I thought that was a pretty cool little uh, design change that you can do. So, you know. Um, but I'm, I'm into it. I think by the time this drops, the beta will be over, but it comes out Valentine's day. You know, you and your, your lady or fella can, uh, can get it, uh, and play together. Uh, you know, on Valentine's day, it'd be make a great gift. 
Will you be playing this with with Kim on Valentine's Day, Joey? Absolutely not. <laughs> <laughs> I not, didn't think so. Not because I'm not into it. Uh, you know. Just because she's not into it. <laughs> uh, I feel like a bad gamer, guys. I haven't even seen a trailer. I don't even know what this game looks like. I had no idea what Joey was talking about. He was just like, I'm going to play this. I was like, all right, I'm going to sit here and read. And then I just ended up <laughs> watching him most of the time. We'll show it to you when the podcast is done. Okay, great. So... Like, when I heard the name, I thought it was, like, another, like, Call of Duty-type game, but then you said Samurai and shit. I was like, oh, okay. Uh, this interest. is different. This is different than what I was expecting. Andrew's like, <laughs> <laughs> All right. Anything else you got to say about that, Joey? No. Uh, comes out on the 14th. I really want to play it. It looks like it's going to be, uh, you know, it's, it's a talked-about game. Um, looks like it's going to be really fun, and we'll definitely uh, talk about it more once it comes out. This has been another episode of Joey's Beta Corner. Yeah. <laughs> uh, what have we got going on else, guys? Did we do Neo Beta Corner? Did we call it that last time? No, I don't know. I'm just fucking around. That could be a new thing, though, because, Joe, you're on that, those fucking betas. Yeah, you are on the betas. Um, uh, what else we got, guys? Um, this might be a quick episode, to be honest with you. Um, I was just scrolling through Facebook like I have for the past week ah. since uh, someone has become president. Oh yeah, and, I forgot. Um, oh god, this is gonna maybe this won't be a short episode. Uh, I mean, I don't, I don't really have much to say. I just, I was kind of scrolling through just to see if their trailers have dropped or just anything interesting that we could talk about on here on Facebook. Yeah, and every like besides like cute animals, it's how much of a shithead Donald Trump is. I feel like the world is going into fucking chaos, dude. It. We got the, our legal system, judges going against the president, the president going against the fucking world. It's. I don't even know what to say about this, man. And this whole green card visa issue is... I don't want to get into this too much on the podcast, but it's going to affect me uh, in your in, personally. Yeah. So that's... It's not just some crazy shit the president's doing that doesn't affect me. Like, it's this is one thing that's like going to really affect me, I think. And they had signed this, like, as they call it, the Muslim ban, and, like, nobody knew about it. Not even the... The people who would enforce this ban, like at the at the airports, like knew of it and were given any time to sort of uh, uh, prepare and figure out how that they would, you know, uh, uh, sort of attack this uh, this thing that was coming. You know, the airports have a lot to do already, and now they have to like do even more work to basically stop Muslims in their tracks once they land into the U.S. Or even I don't even they might even have it in on wherever they're coming from where they're departing from to come to the U.S. have may stop them there. But now we have a federal judge saying it's unconstitutional as it is, and basically put a hold on it. Uh, so now that these families can get to their families, um, and we don't have to deal with this crap anymore, at least for a little bit, because I'm sure it will be coming back around and we'll have to deal with it again. But we have we now have more time to sort of uh, uh, form an attack. And, you know, it's just, it's depressing. It's so depressing. I don't know. I mean, I never, I just, when this was happening, um, I had, we hadn't met up yet to have dinner uh -huh. or lunch that yeah. day. So I didn't know what you were going through and I didn't even think about it. Not because yeah. I was just like, Oh, you, your significant other is over here. It's cool. Yeah. It's fine. And I never thought about traveling back and forth to different countries. Oh yeah. She yeah. can't, it's, it's. 
she wanted to all right i guess we'll go into it a little bit she wanted to <laughs> she wanted to go back in march to see her family because it's been like a year since she's been back to japan yeah and um yeah it's gonna make it more complicated even though she's perfectly fine with her student visa it's just just another probably just another hoop that she has to jump through and it's just kind of scary with anybody on any visa right now you know yeah it's like for the people who are here like like professors or uh, you know just anybody who's here on a work visa or a student visa like if they wanted to go home they may have an issue to get back like they're yeah. here they, they came here they, they followed the rules they have the green card they've got the visas um, but to just leave and then try and come back could pose as a big issue and one thing that I you know for the just quote-unquote Muslim ban if you look at all the the crime that's happening in this country like I it's got to be less than you know like 0.0.1 percent are happening from undocumented immigrants we're the ones hurting ourselves uh, constantly and but nobody wants to attack that problem it's all this 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 question mark person coming over here that we don't know anything about I don't know anything about the guy down the street you know and we're worried about we're worried about these you know just sort of undocumented immigrants that are coming over and but we can't like figure out what's going on with ourselves and I just think it's 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 really stupid but continue. it's nothing but racism really it's what it feels like I mean Maybe there's some fucking non-racist point to it, but it, to me it seems like there's nothing but racism fueling this whole thing. Yeah. What I mean, I mean what, am I wrong? What else could it be? I don't know, man. It's I mean, just... we we there was 9/11, of course. Yeah. That's retaliation from that's not racist. That's just a war retaliation. Yeah. But what's going on right now? Did, weren't even the last like the San Bernardino and the guy in Miami, they were they were American citizens anyway. Yep. Like, and they claimed ISIS like right before they did it. it doesn't make any fucking sense at all. Same with the guy at the uh, who's also American citizen, but the the Pulse, uh, dance club massacre. Right. So. It's it's, people keep saying he's like Hitler, but yeah, stuff like this sounds like. Uh, 1930s he's Hitler, basically he's, basically. he's going around and basically with this Muslim band saying, we're going to do it now and today. And basically less than 24 hours later, it had to, it started to happen. And you can't, when you sign an executive order, it takes a little time for this thing to actually come to play, come to fruition. Like Obama signing the, we're going to close Guantanamo Bay in less than a year. It's still open. You know, it never happened. Right. But for somebody, for, for the government and the officials and the people at the uh, Homeland Security at the airport, like, basically knowing, like, when they came into work, oh, this this thing's in effect now? Uh, great. You know, that's basically, that's a dictator move. Right. Like, overnight, this is happening. Right. Yeah. That's, that's, that's you know, that's, that's like what the, the, um, the, you know, just, um, what am I trying to say with the, uh, you know, the ACA, Affordable Care Act? Like, one in the morning, they they signed a, you know, a bill basically sort of repealing it. Uh, you know, it'll take a little bit of time for it actually to happen, but, you know, it's, it's a coward's move. So I guess basically at the end of the day, what we're saying is resist Trump. 
Indeed. Yeah, fuck that guy. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> okay, so this is kind of a quicker episode than usual. Uh, we got kind of carried away <laughs> doing this video for Resident Evil 7, this Let's Play. So we're going to have more content next week. Um, if you're used to the longer episodes, sorry about that, but <laughs> this is this has been kind of a crazy week. Yeah. And what do you got to say, Joey? Check out our YouTube video of us playing Resident Evil 7 uh, in VR, as well as, you know, this week was just kind of a lot of, with Trump and Resident Evil 7, it's kind of a lot of horror all around. <laughs> so uh, you, found the, you found the connection. Yeah, so, yeah. you know. <laughs> Anyway, uh, hopefully we'll have some you know some fun stuff to say, talk about next week. Some cool trailers. You know, Super Bowl is going to be coming out next Sunday, so we might see some trailers, or you know, might have some live trailers popping up as we're podcasting. So we might be able to talk about that. Yeah. Actually, you bring up a good point with the Super Bowl. There might be a schedule break that week as well, so uh, we'll keep the listeners posted on yeah. that one. And I guess that's it, Maddie. Yeah, I don't have much more to say. Just. Uh... Stay strong. Stay positive out there. Uh, if we're going to change anything, it's going to be the people that change it. Right. So just keep that in mind. Don't get too down. I know it's hard, but, you know, do the things that make you happy. Join the resistance. Join the resistance. True. Hey everybody, this is Andrew from Superhouse. I'm just here to remind you guys to check out our Patreon page. It's at patreon.com slash superhousepodcast. And also we have an email. You can email us directly at superhousepodcast at gmail.com. And we are also on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Please check us out there. Thanks. <laughs>